Hey guys, how are you doing? Thank you for joining us here again in XY Spark. This is your boy Rolando, and we're here again to bring you another exclusive interview with a special guest. Listen to me, guys. I want to just bring your attention to this one thing, fasten your seatbelts, <laughs> because today we are going to bring our best game. I'm so excited to introduce to you on our platform today, Eric Everhard. Eric is an amazing human being that I've met by a clubhouse, and he's decided, no, Orlando, what have I got to lose? I'll come chat to, to your crowd. So Eric, welcome. Please introduce yourselves to the crowd here. Oh, thank you very much. My name is Eric Everhard. I'm an author, men's coach, and professional porn star. And now what I do is I help men by teaching them elite-level sexual skills so they can master the bedroom just like they would dominate the boardroom. Thank you, Eric. So guys, listen, if you are seeking to find some solutions, XY Spark is bringing you the highest quality information and expertise that exists around the globe. I could start by reading Eric's um, portfolio, but you know, as we go along, we will talk some more about that. So Eric, tell me a little bit more about, you know, you, you said something, and this is something that men don't talk about much, sexuality and all that. So give us some insight about specifically your work. Well, what I do is I work with men on all aspects of sexuality. So because what I've noticed is with a lot of guys, if we look at sex education and the totality of it, first of all, it's bad. Second, it doesn't address anything that men need to know how to do, should understand how to do. And third, it's coming from a bunch of textbook professors who have no actual practical skill, you know, in, you know, boots on the ground understanding of sex and sexuality, right? So everybody's teaching something that they read in a textbook, which from my perspective does not apply once you're on, you know, once you're in the game, the rules totally change once you're in the game. And so everything that I teach men is based on my 23 years through the adult film industry. Everything that I learned from working with thousands of women and I codify it in easy to understand steps to, you know, master your body, be able to last as long as you want and understand how to effectively uh, get women off because that's part of the problem, right? Guys don't understand what works and you have women out there, you know, that are now having greater expectations of men than ever before. They want you to make a ton of money. They want this and they want, you know, 50 orgasms a week and you better deliver it. So the burden of masculinity has increased, but guys are struggling to sort of live up to that. So that's what I'm trying to do is really give guys the information that I wish I had when I was 16 years old, you know, that I think we wish we all had as we were just kind of, you know, trying whatever. And then maybe it lucked out this time. Maybe it worked. Maybe it didn't. And you didn't even know why. So, wow, 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 Eric, that's, that's powerful. You know, Eric, I'm reading your profile here and it said something that's so powerful. You say the truth about performance anxiety and how to overcome it. Can we talk a little bit about that? Because I'm interested to hear that. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> when you look at performance anxiety, right? It's all starting from the mind. You know, it, it, it's all, first of all, first and foremost, it's your mindset. 
right? Like, what do you believe about yourself? And one of the things that I've noticed is when guys, you know, they're struggling in the bedroom, suddenly they make that event, that one-time event, their whole life. And it's all about them. So one of the things that I like to tell guys is I say, look, first and foremost, you have to discover what is your default state. And that's what I refer to it as. And the default state, as I describe it, is, you know, how does your penis act when you are alone by yourself? There's no stresses, locked room, nobody's around. Like, how quickly does it get hard? You know, how long does it stay hard? How long does the blood stay in there? What is the rigidity of it? All these factors I have my clients map out. And then I say, look, that is the real you. Anything that it's not that is a false. It's not the real you. So if you're in some sort of uh, sexual interaction with a woman and it goes south, you have to understand that's just a one-off. Like that's not how it is. That may be how it is in this moment, but that little moment is not indicative of you because we, once we know what your default state is, we understand, well, that's how the body works. That's how it should work. And now we have something that we can, you know, the metaphorical cookie jar, so to speak, if you've ever read any of David Goggins work, like he talks about, you know, you got to have this mental cookie jar to pull out from of experiences. And that's what you go into, right? As soon as, you know, things aren't going so good, you, you actually go back and you go, wait a second. Nah, man, my dick works great. What's going on? Like, this is, this is not anything that I need to be worried about, scared of, or think is going to be any long-term problem. So I like guys to start there because I find for a lot of guys, you know, they had one bad, you know, instance, and now it's all that they think about over and over. Is this going to happen again? Is this going to happen? And I always say the two worst words you can ever use, and I want guys to just banish this from their vernacular, I hope. Because now you are presupposing things are not going to work out. I hope I get hard. Well, you're presupposing you're not going to. I hope I last long enough. Again, we're presupposing you're not going to. Like we're, we're, if you watch your language, you're actually subtly putting in your subconscious mind that there's going to be a problem. Mm, wow, wow. That, 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 that's deep stuff right there, uh, um, Eric. Because, you know, there, there, there are a lot of guys now who... They're, they're not reaching that spot, you know, um, sexually, they're struggling. You know, a lot of younger men now, for whatever reason, they're not able to keep that thing up there, you know. It, it, it gets up, but then it gets scared and it goes back down. And, you know, he's wondering, God, what am I going to do now? Because, you know, I'm, I'm going to disappoint my partner. What would you say are some of the, uh, what you said is so critical, you know, get away from that mentality. Are there, is there anything else that you think men need to be mindful of that you think would be important to know? Well, first of all, they, they need to be mindful in controlling their thoughts. And so what I've always said and what I teach my clients is the act of doing is where you need to be in, especially when you're in the sexual space. And here's why. When you have 100% focused attention, and when I mean 100%, I mean 100%. So picture 
if you've ever done any sort of mindfulness meditation, right, where you're following your breath, when you are hyper-focused on following that breath in through your nose, out through your nose, you're feeling your stomach expand, feeling it contract, and your hyper-focus is there, now you have no thoughts in your brain, right? So it becomes the same focused attention that you are giving to the woman. You know, you need to be focused on what you are doing and when you're focused completely on what you're doing, what you're feeling, what's, what you're feeling with, with, her, with her clit, what you're feeling with um, each one of your strokes, everything that you're doing in the bedroom, when your focus is there, now you enter this space that I call white noise, where it's just, there's no thoughts because you're just doing, you're just being, you're just, you know, having the sexual experience. You're not thinking about the sexual experience because if we look at sexuality, I mean, the, the act itself is physical. Now we, we can argue that it's got a spiritual component and of course it's got emotional components, but if we're going to be doing it, it is a physical act. So that means we can't be thinking about it because thinking is not solving anything. That's not getting us, that's not getting us anywhere. It's like thinking is the antithesis of, of, of having sex, right? You should be in the moment feeling what you're doing. And so, you know, often something that I'll tell guys too is they need to understand that, that there are two fundamental different types of hard-ons. And this is what I learned over my 23 career, year career. And the first one is what everybody tends to understand, which is what I call, you know, the, the psychologically created hard-on or the hard-on of the mind, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like here, you're either seeing something mm -hmm. or you're interacting with a woman, but not directly sexually, right? So you're kissing her, you know, you're holding her hand, you're looking her in the eyes, you know, you see her get naked and boom, you have this spontaneous erection that just comes out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. The problem with this is it's unreliable and unrepeatable. Mm. So that's where that, and, and, and guys collapse that as that is the only type of hard on that they have. So if they do any of those things and it doesn't get hard right away, now they go inside their mind. They go, Oh my God, I have a problem. It's not working. Right. Mm -hmm. But what they don't understand is look, you, and this could be just your girlfriend. This could be your wife. You could be making out with her on Monday, bam, rock salt in the pants, like ready to go, angry wood. Mm -hmm. And you do it on Wednesday, nothing. Why? We don't know. That's what I mean. It's, it, there's no way to say when it comes and when it doesn't. So from my perspective, okay, unrepeatable, unreliable, because we just don't know. Mm -hmm. I've had many times where I'll be making out with my girlfriend and I'll be you know, I'll have that angry wood that just appears out of nowhere. Like, like God just decided today you are allowed to have an erection for no reason other than just this. Right. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, the next day it doesn't happen like that. Mm -hmm. So the second type of hard on is what I call the, the, the direct stimulation hard on, right. Or, you know, or the, the hard on of physical contact, which mm -hmm. means there's some sort of actual physical contact happening that is therefore creating your heart on. And that is just based about focused attention on the sensations. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do when you're in some sort of uh, anxiety ridden space is you want to be able to have access to both pathways. Because on one hand, you can create the heart on by just focusing on the good feeling sensations of yourself. And then on the other hand, if you want to further 
enhance the probability, and I use this word probability, that the erection of the mind is going to happen, you have to be following your desires in real time as they pop up. Hmm. So that means like, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll walk guys through the process. It's like, you know, okay, if, if, if right now you feel like, like the big turn on to you is, I don't know, grabbing her ass, that's what you got to do. If it, if the next turn on is making out with her, that's what you got to do. You have to follow your desires in real time to maintain that coming. Because if you stop, you know, the, the desires that are coming out of you, now you're going to stop your heart on. Mm. But Eric, here's an interesting question I want to ask you, because there are guys who in their relationships, they struggle because they have been, quote unquote, rejected so many times by their partners. You know, they're feeling that urge. They want to get intimate. You know, they make an advance of the girlfriend and she kind of like, no, not tonight. I'm tired. You know, one, one of the videos I laugh about on Instagram is the guy who says he has a conversation with his wife and he says, okay, 88 times out of the year, she says, I'm too tired. Another 300 and or another 200 times she says, hey, um, not again. And so on. So a lot of guys, Eric, they struggle in that space where I've been rejected so many times, but I want to stay faithful to my partner. So how does a guy work through that space? What does he do, man? <laughs> well, the first thing that you got to look at is you got to look at, you know, women's dualistic mating strategies. You know, and I, I don't like to go into a, a ton of sort of, quote unquote, red pill stuff, because some of it's just angry guys, but some of it is sort of useful. And I have definitely noticed that women's mating strategies do fall along those lines where you have the guys that women want to sleep with. And then you have the guys that women want to partner up with long-term because they think this is a long-term good provisional strategy mm. and they don't always align. And that's sort of the problem. So mm. what you need to be doing, like from the perspective of a man is if we're going to have, you know, continual, um, genuine desire with the woman, you got to go in there and you got to create it, right? So you got to create it by, first of all, like, what are you able to do? Like, so first we got to look at off at skill sets, number one, because I've often talked about this. You know, if you have the ability to get your lady off orgasm after orgasm at will, it does make you sort of a unicorn. And I say that because in my experience, especially with the, the number of different women that I'd been with and, you know, they, they would tell me all their problems. The competition for most men out there is really soft. It gets surprisingly soft. I've done, you know, different polls with all the men that I work with and you probably have anywhere between 60 and 70% of them that either suffer from performance anxiety or premature ejaculation. Mm. So we're talking probably 60 to 70% of the guys that a woman is meeting, she is sexually going to be unsatisfied with. Mm. Right. And, mm -hmm. and part of it is the guys just don't even know how to work on it. Mm -hmm. You know, they've never had any concrete real steps to start sort of deal with these situations. Mm -hmm. Like I have some clients right now that I'm taking through my process of overcoming premature ejaculation. Mm -hmm. And they're blown away because like nobody's ever given them concrete steps before. It's all just stuff out of a textbook. And it's like, well, just communicate better and just do this. I'm like, man, communication, that's great. 
that is not stopping you from orgasming. Sorry. <laughs> like we need real practical advice here. And that's what I try and give my guys because mm -hmm. look, if I hadn't have solved these issues for myself, I wouldn't have had a career mm -hmm. because trust me, you know, the days when I would go on set and 30 seconds, a minute into a sexual interaction, I have the urge to orgasm. Now I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, all right, I got 59 minutes left. We better figure this out because mm -hmm. if I don't figure it out, I'm not getting paid. Mm -hmm. So it puts a whole nother layer of urgency to solve it. Mm -hmm. So with a lot of guys like that, you know, first that ability to understand what is going to work with your woman mm -hmm. is so key because, you know, this happens a lot. And I, and I actually just finished up a new book that I'm writing solely dedicated to, to the art of cunnilingus, but you'll have a lot of girls where guys start going down on them. The guys don't know what they're doing. And the girl quickly brings them up and is like, no, 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 just, 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 just have sex with me. She's doing that because what you're doing isn't working. Mm. When you're doing what's working, no woman is just dragging you up. She's like, no, no, you can stay down there. I'm having a really good time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I look at, 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 at guys out there that are, that are struggling, it's like, well, you got you got to create that desire in your woman. Because you just desiring to have sex with her, if she's not getting at least as much out of it as you are, her mm -hmm. desire is going to go down, you know, and then she's just looking at you as, okay, well, you're the provider. So she's kind of happy to stick in the relationship, but she's not willing to engage in it in a sexual way because, you know, you're not bringing that sort of desirable heat. And, mm -hmm. and there's so many different ways that you can create that. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, some of the big ones is, well, first it's, it's leadership. It's being bold. It's being decisive when you're in the bedroom, mm -hmm. right? Because there's always in a, in a, in a, in a, in a good dynamic that I've found with men and women, there should be a teacher student sort of dynamic at play mm. where, you know, you are able to teach her something that she doesn't know. And I think in a lot of ways that subconsciously communicates to her, that you have experience, that you know what you're doing, it communicates all these different things. So, and women by their very nature, you know, David Data used to talk about this in the, in the way of the superior man about masculine, feminine polarity. And that's so key. And that's the other problem that a lot of guys run into. Mm -hmm. They've lost the polarity over the course of their relationship. If you don't have polarity, you got nothing because you know, if, if she starts to, you know, be living more masculine and you start to become more feminine, well, now you become androgynous. So you're buddies, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. buddies. I don't know about you, Rolando, but if I got buddies, we like to watch football together. Yeah. We're not having sex together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happens. You end up, you know, you end up with this whole, you know, instead of Netflix and chill, it's just Netflix. Yes. And that's not good. Yes. So you need to maintain that, that masculine feminine polarity, mm -hmm. which means, you know, most women, when they're in their feminine polarity, they're submissive in the bedroom. They want you to take the lead. You know, it's like, you know, it, it's one of those things that when you talk to a lot of women, you know, and I've talked to a lot, a ton, you know, the one thing that, that comes up a lot is, is they always have, you know, very much that 50 shades of gray. It's almost like they have the rape fantasy. Not mm -hmm. that they want to be raped. I want to be clear mm -hmm. with that, but yeah, it's yeah. like, they want to be taken by a guy that they love trust. And then he just, you know, 
it's like the old romance novels. He he held me against the wall and made out with me, and you know he's he's mm-hmm. nice nicely forcing his way on her, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's a certain nuance to it, but it does exist. Mm-hmm. So so it it's 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 important for men to learn that hey, um, I'm not saying that you should go rape a woman. I'm saying that you should look for those cues that that helps you to connect with her whereby you can gently lead her into that space where you have, um, um, shall, I say, sh- sh- shall I say, you have a sort of a crisp intercourse that flows, you know, mm-hmm. where she's happy, you're happy. Eric, there's a question I want to ask you. There's an expression that I hear a lot of nowadays, which is, you know, you know, Rolando, I, I love him, but I'm not in love with him. Or I love her, but I'm not in love with her. What what happened there? Because these were people who they were all hot about each other. And, and all of a sudden it's like, eh, as you say, you know, their buddies, you know, they watch stuff, they sleep, they have a roommate agreement now. What? How does a man regain that love and respect from his partner? What can he do about that? <laughs> well, I think, you know, there's a lot of different ways. I mean, first, it it goes back to fundamentally having a a very strong purpose you know and 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 this is definitely something that i've seen and believe in you know no woman can be your purpose in life she can be an addition but she cannot be your purpose when when guys get in that frame of mind that the woman is everything now he's going to lose her because no woman wants to be your everything wow they don't want to be your everything they they want you to be out there conquering worlds and that's what they want so you know when you when you so your your basic frame of mindset has to be okay what is my mission what is my purpose in life i am going for that and not even the woman is going to drag me away from that purpose because when she can't drag you away from that big purpose in your life that's what keeps her attracted to you mm. if she can if she can make you do everything that she wants well, where's the attraction in that? And you see that play out time and time and time again. Wow. You know? and, and so it's not, it's not that, because there's always that sort of mm, cliche that women want bad boys or they want jerks. It's not that they want jerks. I don't believe that. But they want somebody who's, who's firm in their convictions and can't be swayed just because you want X, Y, Z right now. Like if he's like, no, this is my purpose. I'm going towards it. And the purpose is what matters the most. And then she'll see that and she'll say, okay, great. Mm. So, so a lot of it is, is it comes back to that, you know, demasculinization that's been going on. Mm. And the problem is, at least what I've seen, because I, I suffered through it too. I mean, I'm a reformed nice guy myself. I think a lot of us are. And, <laughs> and the, 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 the biggest issue that i see is movies Mm. how often do you see whether it's disney it's one of these productions and it's always like you know the guy he's the nice guy and he never makes a move and at the end of the movie she suddenly decides he's the guy how did i not see him ever that's part of my language that's fucking fantasy okay life does not work like that at all Mm. and so that's why 
you know, when it comes, especially from a sexual space, you know, you, you have to be bold. You have to be bold. You have to drive the interaction. Like women want you to show up and take them somewhere. They want you to create something, you know, basic instinct where the girl's just going to like tie you up and, and, and ride you like crazy. That is fantasy. That is complete fantasy and guys buy into it. And it's like, no, what you need to be doing is, is if you look at the woman, you should be viewing her in, in the bedroom like she is a blank canvas and you are the painter. What are you going to paint today? Wow. What are wow. you going to create? Because she wants you to create. She does not want to create. Wow, she guys. So I hope you're taking notes here. No, you're, remember, you're a painter. She's a canvas. She wants you to create. You both of you together are going to become a work of art you know, create something together. Eric, there's one piece that I find is huge now. Now, there are guys, and I'm going to shift it a little bit, Eric, mm -hmm. to talk about things like drugs and alcohol and sexual performance, mm -hmm. because there are some guys who, they struggle with that. They struggle with drug use, they struggle with alcohol use, but still they they expect to be high performers in the bedroom. You know, they, they expect to, you know, not have any premature ejaculations. They expect their minds to be in the game. They, they you know, and if their partners complain, you know, they may get a little bit on the defensive because, hey, what's your problem? How does drug alcohol use help to enhance sexual performance? Does it? What suggestions would you give to guys who are there stuck in that mindset? I've never found it to be an enhancer. I mean, the, the only benefit that you're ever going to get, and I, I use the word benefit loosely, mm -hmm. is alcohol. Alcohol can lower inhibitions. Mm -hmm. So that, that's the only benefit that you might get from it is the fact that instead of being stuck in your head, you'd be able to get more into your body. But that's where alcohol ends. Mm -hmm. From a pure performance ability, it will only hinder your performance mm -hmm. because now your ability to get hard and stay hard is now not so good. You know I mean? Like the, the term whiskey dick exists for a reason. You have too much alcohol in your system. Now blood doesn't want to go in there. Mm -hmm. The other problem is you may not be feeling yourself as much. Mm -hmm. So you may either struggle to be able to have an orgasm yourself Mm -hmm. Or because you're not feeling so much, again, you're going to be struggle, struggling to maintain a heart on. So mm -hmm. drugs don't really play a good role. And then the other thing, too, is while well, you have people that will mess with other drugs and sexuality, the downside there is really what you're going to be doing with, with dopamine, right? So because re it becomes real quick to start collapsing you know, okay, you know, whether it was, um, I was, you know, someone's high on cocaine or they're high on marijuana or whatever, and they have this great sexual experience. Well, now you're, you're, you're sort of making it so that you the only time your system is going to say it was good sex is now on that because mm -hmm. you're depleting your dopamine and you're mm -hmm. going to have this massive rush of dopamine going through your system while you're having sex. Mm -hmm. So it becomes almost its own new addiction in itself. And then you get some people where they're, they're, they're addicted to only having sex in those circumstances. You know, Eric, you, you're, you're so right on that because I came, you know, I came from a community as a younger man where all my buddies around, you know, that was the go-to thing. You know, you have to, you know, smoke some marijuana, you know, drink a few Guinness or whatever, and that gets you ready. 
And, you know, those things are even mentioned in songs too, in certain cultures. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're getting into the space, that's what you need. So what you're saying is so, it's so on point there because a lot of men have um, wrapped their head around this belief, you know, and hence, you know, a lot of one night stand come along and guys go to the bar, they meet someone, they go home, they hook up, they wake up in the morning and that, that feeling or whatever went away. Now real life sets in. <laughs> and they're like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> so I hear you, man. <laughs> well, and, 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 you know, I mean, let, let's be honest too. I mean, the, 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 the problem when you're doing some of that stuff too, and I mean, Hey, I've been guilty of it, right? Just like, we can go to a bar, we drink a bunch and, you know, little Sally over there, she looks pretty hot when we've had, you know, six yeah. or seven beers, but when yeah. you wake up in the morning, you're like, God, I would never have done this if I, <laughs> if I hadn't have had that much to drink. Right. Yeah. So your, 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 your own, you know, sort of thought processes about what you actually like and what you would actually be interested in with, you know, any sort of relationship long-term that gets cloudy once you start adding a bunch of, you know, other substances into the mix. Cause now you're not thinking clearly. Mm -hmm. guys listen man i could keep eric here all day but i will not i may invite eric to come up but eric you know what man you've said so many things here i'm hoping that my listeners on xy spark i hope you guys have taken notes all right i also hope that you i also want you to you can go back and play it again and say okay i caught that okay that's me okay i won't be doing that anymore so i hope you're taking notes but eric just before we wrap up I have two other questions that I want to ask you. Number one is when it comes to sexuality and masculinity, which book would you say should be a must read that would help men to sort of build their confidence more in the bedroom? Well, obviously my own, first of all, Unleash yeah. Your Sexual Superpowers, A Porn Star's Guide to Sexual Mastery. Okay, what's um, the name of it, Eric? Let's write it down because I'm going to put that up. Yeah. You can send me the link of that. I'm going to put that up on our interview so the guys for, can get that. What's the name of sure. it? Unleash Your Sexual Superpowers. A Unleash Your Sexual Guide to Sexual oh. Mastery. Okay, guys, we're going to be looking out for that to get that. And Eric, let's say someone really wants to say, hey, you know what, this guy sounds like a pro. I'd like to connect with him. How would they find you? How could they connect with you? They just go to uh, ericeverhard.com. There mm -hmm. they can find my books, my courses, my classes. Mm -hmm. uh, I recently just released a new course called Crushing Performance Anxiety, which mm. is uh, a, an eight module course that takes them through everything that I've learned about overcoming anxiety in the bedroom to be able to get hard anywhere at any time. It includes hypnosis tracks, uh, a workbook and some NLP exercises as well. Mm, fantastic listen guys i'm going to be getting that information from eric i'm going to put it up in the footing of this recording and listen eric listen man i'm telling you you brought the game today buddy thank, thank you, you so much. much for being here we appreciate you and listen man let's keep in touch and guys you heard it here on xy spark ways that you can become a master not just in the boardroom but in the bedroom so if you're out there and you want some additional tips and some coaching, you need to reach out and connect with Eric Everhard. Eric, do you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap up today? For me, I just want your listeners to understand that, you know, it's never too late to become all that you want to be in the bedroom with women, 
with your life. It's just about taking action to make it happen. Because if you're just sitting back on the sidelines, nothing good's ever going to happen. So you got to get out there. You got to be bold and you got to take action. Okay, guys. So that's the word from Eric. Be bold. Okay, step up. And what I loved is Eric said, hey, listen, she's a blank canvas and she's waiting for you to come with your paintbrush or whatever so that you both together can create a masterpiece. So go out there, guys, and be bold. This is your boy, Rolando, here in XY Spark. Thank you for joining us. And we continue to remind you that at XY Spark, we believe that there is a spark in you. Talk to you again next time.